0: This this is Jolly Rogers and touchdown with Casey Hudson and Kaylee Myself.
1: We are ready to dive in, kicking things off with the offense. Kaylee, what'd you think of the game? Were you able to stay awake? What excited you and how'd that offense look?
0: There was a question mark, Casey. Hi, fans! Excited to be with you guys tonight. So the Bucks lose their final preseason game, twenty-seven to ten, in mm-hmm. Indianapolis. But we did get some glimmers of what hopefully the Bucks can continue building on. Well, the good. Uh, <laughs> speaking of staying awake, it was it was a little bit tough there in the you know third fourth quarter. It's like what is happening? We will yeah. get to some of those question marks. Um, but I want to start off Casey on a positive note, which is, th- it was so good to see Tom Brady out there. And it was yes. so good to see him connecting with Julio Jones. And oh. I-, I really like that. that there was like that really nice pass. Brady had a ton of time, which is something else that I noticed the offensive line before Robert well. goes down with, uh, uh, potential ankle injury that they're going to yeah. get more information on. So let's first just give you a quick update on that. So they said that they will get x-rays in the next couple of days on mm-hmm. Robert Hanzy, but he did come out after that and he did need help off of the field. So not great for Bucks fans to see Robert Hanzy go down. Right. Um,
1: I will say this though, he yes. wasn't carted off and we know that there's like a different dramatic effect between the cart yes. off and the limping off on your own accord. And I kind of tweeted this during the game. Cause I'm sure all of us were glancing at the sidelines whenever they cut to it. Um, at one point it cut over to Robert Hansey on the sideline. He was standing by himself, no crutch, no anything, helping him stand up. And he kind of kept shifting his stance So he was putting weight on it, taking weight off of it. So, you know, rocking back and forth between the right and the left ankle. So it doesn't look or appear to be serious if you're able to do all of that immediately. But it does come down to the swelling, and they will measure all of that uh, come next day. So fingers crossed. And luckily, they have a little bit of time. So off for the next,
0: what, 13, 14 days. So almost two weeks. Before, yeah. I mean, without a game is what I'm saying, not like yeah. off they're practicing and, <laughs> and whatnot, but without a game. So there is time, but mm-hmm. uh, the O-line super impressed with the time and space that Tom Brady was able to have in the mm-hmm. pocket, he dropped back a few times that uh, one of the passes, actually the, the first pass to Julio Jones was a pass where he dropped back, loved it. It, it mm-hmm. was great to see him linking up. Um, one my, of the things we were most excited to see, too. Exactly. So. <laughs> yes. So I, I was really, really happy to see them link up. Um, yeah. So, uh, Tom Brady completed six of eight passes. There was one drop. Uh, he had forty-four yards. I really liked the up tempo offense that he played with I, I think that that was working well for him so I'm really interested to see how long they can continue that if they can continue that and if that's something that that Brady's driving with and everybody else you know the O line everybody's driving with. Uh, you called it Casey Leonard Fournette. I was really impressed by some of his Lenny. early runs. He's, <laughs> he is out there and he is a force of nature. People, yeah. people would, there were like, at one point there were like two or three guys on him and, and he, he was still, trucking still a fighting for yards and not just like fighting, like, Oh, I'm going to like get a few extra yards. Like he was yeah. still getting seven yards and there's three, he's dragging three guys behind him. Just so impressive. Oh yes. my goodness. Yeah. He is going to be a monster out there. And I think the way that they utilized again, I'm really kind of honing in on that first series there, mm-hmm. but I think the way that they utilized the run game and mixing it in with some of the bigger explosive plays, some of the, you know, the traditional plays that Tom Brady likes, you know, hitting up yeah. Cameron, um, I, I really liked the way that they were able to mix things up. I mm-hmm. liked the tempo. I, I had a question mark about Mike Evans and Tom Brady just on, I saw them on the sidelines and they were talking and hanging out and it seemed like everything was great, but on the field, it just didn't seem like they were as in sync Much
1: gel going as I was there. hoping that
0: they would be. <laughs> so I was a little bit confused by that. And maybe again, like, Tom Brady had been out for 11 days of training camp. So maybe. And it was Evans. Time and Evans. And yeah. So, he was hurt. The same so, timeline. so maybe, maybe there's no, maybe that it just needs a little bit more time to click. They clearly yeah. have chemistry. Like they're sitting there talking on the sidelines, like goofing off, hanging out, having a good time. Mm-hmm. But it just didn't seem to be as in sync in the game as I was hoping that it would be.
1: I think and we we're then, expecting a little bit more, like, excitement and electricity between the pair of them there Um, it was yes definitely
0: and then two other notes uh maybe kind of on the same person I guess I was extremely frustrated with Tyler Johnson
1: (sighs) he's on my list that he
0: that he (laughs) missed that cat and it's like through your hands TJ come on Mm -hmm. He did kind of make it up a little bit. Got a first down. uh, I I think just a few downs later. Yeah, Yeah. but what? Yeah, I just was like, he. He still seems a little inconsistent. We'll get to the chopping block in a second, but it it made me have some question marks. But no question marks for TB. TB obviously. Uh, really excited about him linking up with Julio Jones more excited and ready to see Lenny just continue to plow through people uh, like he does Uh, and really, really digging this up-tempo offense. And the fact that this O-line is giving Tom Brady time and space to be Tom Brady.
1: Absolutely. And I'm glad that you kind of opened with that and pointed it all out. I think opening series wise, they looked pretty good. You did see some moments where Brady was like, looking for that perfection, but we're talking about a meticulous perfectionist here. But for someone who had 11 excused absences, it's so weird to say excused absences outside of school, but 11 excused absences uh, shows up for, you know, three practices. Half of those practices are more walkthrough styles to get to the small details of everything. And then you come out and, and you look like you haven't really missed a beat. That's amazing. That's great news for the Bucks, And that's where at least the game opened up on an exciting note. What I will say is that, I think some of the players were readjusting to having Brady at at, at the helm there because Brady has one of the quickest releases. He throws the ball and I know Blaine Gabbert maybe have maybe has a faster pass, but there's just something about the accuracy and the touch on Tom Brady's ball where, you know, that's a that's a tough catch. That's something you have to be in sync with and prepared for. So maybe that's something we were kind of seeing between between Mike Evans and Brady. Mike Evans is usually really loaded up on coverage though. He's always trying to shake guys off. He was able to draw on that penalty from former Patriots teammate uh Stephen Gilmore. So uh, I thought we were going to get a little bit more of that action. I was kind of excited for that. I love whenever players get to go against former teammates on opposite sides of the ball. And of all people, you would think that between practice and so many years that Stefan Gilmore is going to be somebody who can read Brady's eyes a little bit better. We're not going to say can read him, but can read him a little bit better. So for a second, I got hype thinking, Oh, we're going to see a little bit of fire here. Um, and you know, they're protecting the player's bodies. the ones that didn't stay in very long. Just as you said, Kaylee, uh, the game opened up with a run from Leonard Fournette, whom I mentioned on the last podcast on Jolly Rogers and touchdowns that I was really excited to see And I still wanted to see more of Lenny, but what I did see maintained my, my, my theory that he's going to be a player to watch this season. He's contracted in, he's cut down his weight guys he's back to playoff Lenny Lombardi Lenny skinny Lenny he's no longer lunchbox Lenny and any other Lenny you want to call him outside of just going to tear it up this season Tutty Lenny is back so i would have loved to see him get a touchdown uh that wasn't the case cuz they weren't really in that long but o line they started off well they didn't maintain they didn't keep that, that, that pace and that momentum going. And it wasn't only on the accord of the injury that took place to Robert Hainsey. They just, they kind of started to fall apart when, uh, Blaine Gabbert got in there. Um, The Colts defense defensive line was really bringing it to them, closing up in the gaps. I mean, at one point, Luke Gadecki got his start. We chatted about him a little bit. This was a big show for him to see if he could really maintain and step to the plate. And we know that Coach had some pointers on Gadecki. He needs to stay lower in his stance. And there was a few minor cleanups. And I emphasize the word minor because Todd Bowles wouldn't have had him start today if they didn't think that he was potentially ready to fulfill that position. But it's not a good look when you end up on your running back. And one particular play, you've got Blaine Gabbard in the pocket. They're way too close to their own end zone. And the play takes off, and Colts defense completely bull rushes them. And somehow Luka Gadecki just ends up on top of Rashad White. Everybody gets up all dazed and confused. And that's where you're just like, holy crap. If this was Tom Brady in the pocket, this would be a very, very scary sight.
0: Yeah. And, and- I've been really
1: upset about that.
0: Yeah, it, it, it kind of goes back to, and I don't, it's weird to say this, but it, I I just can't help but wonder, like, it seems like the level of play does increase when Tom, Tom Brady is in at QB. And yeah. I'm not saying that Blaine Gabbard or Kyle Trask or any of these other guys aren't talented or, you know, couldn't eventually one day maybe, like, lead offense or something like that, but they're, they're not Tom Brady. They're not the right. GOAT. They're not Tom Brady. And I don't know why, but it seems like there is a different level of rising when Brady is in there, which
1: cause is they know it's unacceptable.
0: Of, exactly. And it's kind of frustrating because it could be, it should be unacceptable always
1: Yeah, hundred percent. Um,
0: and, and yeah, I mean, you, you have to be, you don't like to see that
1: um, because you would want to see consistency out of these guys for a full quarter. So the reason I'm going to be hard on the O-line a little bit here is because as you mentioned, the the energy shifted the minute that Tom Brady wasn't in there, you're only a, halfway through or two thirds through the first quarter. Then you have Blaine Gabbert come in. You have the O-line getting crumbled. You got Luka Kadecki getting worked. You've got back-to-back plays where there's zero protection for Rashad White, who we know is a very quality running back, like a a very capable running back. And he's the one who actually started to help the offense get moving down the field eventually. Um, But that zero protection. And then – Tyler Johnson. Let's circle back to him for a second. As you mentioned, he opens things up with a drop from Tom Brady and through he's his somebody who yeah. had a great camp. He's somebody who heading into camp. I wasn't high on during camp. He started to change my mind. Then it's like when Tom Brady comes back, can you not catch his ball? And then he starts to do better throughout the game without Tom Brady. So that's a problem that they're going to have to figure out in practice because that's your QB one, buddy. Like that's the guy you're supposed to be doing all the great plays for. But then it gets better slash worse after the back-to-back plays of zero protection for Rashad White and Gadecki ends up on top of Rashad White. Then the following play, you've got Tyler Johnson with a false start and Nick Leverett doing back roll somersaults on the field. Somersaults. (laughs) Rolling backwards, knees to chest, and a false start on Tyler Johnson. I that's where I typically would have just liked to move on from this game, but I won't be as dramatic. So yeah, started off very well. Started to kind of fall apart. And I and I understand that once you know the ones, the twos, the twos, the threes, the threes, the fours, everybody starts shuffling in and out that you're going to see a different level of performance. I I get that, but it's the fact that it was still the first quarter and they couldn't maintain the energy from the top of the first quarter to the end of the second, to the end of the first quarter. Then we get into the second quarter.
0: It begs the question, Casey. I mean, you bring up such a great point with consistency and playing a full quarter. Like you guys have to go out in less than or about two weeks Right, and play an entire game
1: that <laughs> matters. Yes. How for, are you going to do that
0: if you can't do it in a preseason game? Mm-hmm. That is a glorified practice. What? what how, how is this going to happen? It's. It. It really
1: that begs a big question. It begs a
0: big question and it makes, and I hate doubting this with professional athletes, but it's like, it makes me call into question a little bit of effort. And it's like, it didn't feel like
1: the effort was always all the way there. Yeah. Yeah. I can, I can agree with that. It just kind of felt kind of like meh. I was just very like impressed with a lot of the things. I think the excitement was seeing people back on the field, but outside of that, it's just there was no, there wasn't as much sense of urgency. And for this to be a chopping block game, like last opportunity for some of these guys, it still fell very short in terms of anybody who had a last chance to really prove something tonight. I didn't see it. I didn't really see the effort. I didn't see the, you know, I really need to be on this roster. I really need to make this team. It just didn't, it didn't, it didn't stand out. There wasn't much standout. So I definitely agree with you. Raises a lot of flags. Um, also because you know, a lot of Press conferences, post game press conferences last season, it was we need to play, you know, a full game of football. We need to play all four quarters. We can't just show up in the beginning, fall apart at the end or try to, you know, come chasing it down at the end and not show up at the beginning. So um, to see that in preseason game three, I won't call it alarming. It's it's unfortunate. Do I think it's a tell on the entire season? No, but I would have liked to see a little bit more of an exciting game with with all these returns. So, yeah, second quarter, Rashad White, KDOT, and got the offense going along. Keyshawn Vaughn had a heck of a game. He's the only person who found the end zone for the Buccaneers, um, and he has showed a, showed a lot of growth from – two seasons ago to last season to this season. He's also a guy that I wasn't so sure about, and he's really making his case right now. And I just have to give a shout out to Co'Keefe. This kid's a freaking animal when it comes to blocking. When the run game really started to open up, it was rookie Co'Keefe that was making it happen. This guy knows how to come off the line hard. He knows how to stand people up. He knows just he's gritty. I don't know what more to say about him other than he's gritty. And I think that he's just getting started and he's going to be more versatile than just a blocking tight end. He's going to offer this team a lot and he's going to grow with this team very well. So, um, that's a lot for the offense.